Hey, this is Jesse and Eric coming at you live, but not really live, from the kitchen. And Dante is back there Hi. as well. So we just shot a very saucy episode. You should be warned. Saucy. You should be warned that there is explicit language, description of sexual acts, drug use, and probably lots of things that are illegal. Many things. This is a work of fiction, once again. Uh, we're acting here. Any illegal things that we're talking about, it's all acting. Yes. We're method actors. Please don't pull this down. No. Facebook and YouTube. Please. <laughs> Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. a Dr. Pepper diet. <laughs> I've never had Dr. Pepper diet, and the aspartame, aspartame makes it taste no. entirely different. Uh, uh, uh. I'm sorry. It's not. No, no, I don't even care that much. It's just an entirely different drink. Like it tastes nothing like the regular. No. Dr. Pepper. Not even kind of. I can't do diet. Coca-Cola is closer, like the Diet Coke, but it's still something. Honestly, off. I'm not a pop person in general. I'm a little bit picky with it, but if I'm going to be doing pop, it's going to be like the original. I can't. I can't yeah. do the aspartame. It's just the aftertaste. and. Actually, I have recently switched to mostly non-diet. I realize Good. I bought it's diet. It's actually better for you to not do diet. But I'm, I'm happy <clears throat> to admit that there has been no negative health. No, like well, I it's haven't... gonna be in the future. It's not gonna be yes. like today. Like I drank it and I, you know, had a stroke. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying the 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 regular pop. There yes. has been no. Uh, I haven't gained weight. They I say that the the diet drinks are like just as much with obesity and obesity and other things like that, and, and diabetes just as much as the. I keep saying I'm gonna stop, and then I buy a bottle of pop. You're an addict. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very different kind of addiction. But I can go. It's just... I, I, you can I, be addicted to anything. You can be addicted to, like, cheese. You can be addicted I do to like painting. Cheese. You can be addicted to anything, mentally. One thing that's often characterized as, like, a, a blessing or, or something not serious as a sex addiction. I thought that was funny. Russell Brand is the <clears> one <throat> picture of that that I can always think of. Was, Russell Brand is also a friggin' disaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's an interesting guy, nonetheless. He I mean, is. I don't, he is extremely interesting. Um, I don't agree with him on a lot of things he says, no. but he's an A sex addiction in no way is healthy. You're not going to be able to have a healthy relationship. Oh, That's no. the biggest thing with a sex addiction is you cannot have a healthy relationship if you are a, <clears throat> I guess you'd call it, using addict. You U- cannot using have... Using the pussy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> You cannot have a healthy relationship if you're a sex addict because it's never going to be enough. It's never going to be enough. It's never going to be good enough. It's never going to be satisfactory because, again, you're always chasing the dragon and chasing that high, which is that, I don't know, amazing orgasm that you once had. Which well, is kind of the picture of his life because he was addicted to so many different drugs and just yeah. he, that he's the kind of person that does everything to the yes. extreme. And now it's all about his like spiritual self and like all this other stuff. Oh, it's a sham. It's, it's funny. Oh, I found God. I'm a born again Christian. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Jesse. I can't. It's making me sweat. Just your microphone constantly. I haven't found my my uh, ideal. Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't found my ideal spot. I'm you taller than normal. Lock your pretty face with it. I should. You have nice eyes. They're very blue. Thank you. That's... Are they? They're kind of green. Well, no, they're light blue. Very light blue. My eyes green. are green. So. I have been told by that's what that's the only defining feature that women women 
for the most part, have complimented you me nice my entire life. You have like a wave to it. Thank yeah. you. It's not just flat. You can see it from on top. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's, existing. It's a nice. No, I think you have nice hair. Well, thank you. Um, Welcome. And you have nice natural eyebrows too, unless you pluck them. No. Then fuck you. They're extremely thin. Holy crap. Fuck you for your eyebrows. Seriously, women would kill. To have eyebrows Here's the like thing that. I don't understand. Some people who shave their eyebrows, they never come back. Right. Why is it if you pluck your eyebrows, it always seems to just you come shave back? Shave your eyebrows, they never come back. And I've heard this. I've heard that there are women out there. Where did you hear shave this? their eyebrows? I've I've heard it from a I couple. Sometimes have to go in the middle. I mean, I'm uh, everybody does. I'm I blonde, think. I do so I can too. Get away I do with too. It. I will have a unibrow at some point. It's light blonde, but there's a unibrow. I, I've seen YouTube videos addressing this concern, but mostly I've heard it from people that grew up in like the 80s and right. 90s when these people would do that and paint them on or whatever. And then they now, do it now more than ever. I know people do it now still, <clears throat> but then I wonder, how, how could that even be true? I think it's a per I think it's a personal thing. Like if someone has issues with hair growth, like unless you have alopecia, I don't know why they wouldn't grow. Like they may grow. Now there is the myth that if you shave your hair, it grows back dark and grows back thicker. That's I don't not actually I don't true. think that's true. But there are a lot of people that do. So even my mom will still be like, "Don't," because I shave parts of my eyebrows and then the rest of my pluck, and. Um, She's like, oh God, don't shave them. They're going to grow in dark and thick. And it's like, no, they're not. That's not true. No. It's like kids would always, dads would always teach them to start shaving young even when they don't have hair to promote hair growth. No, it doesn't. So that's, that's a load of crap. Oh yeah. Unless they have, unless they have alopecia. Seriously, unless yeah. they have alopecia or something like that. And, and for like the facial hair, people say, oh yeah, like the, after the first couple times I shaved, my facial hair got thicker. Yeah, no. it's, it's called testosterone. Yeah. You're growing it's, real it's, hair. It's a placebo. It's a placebo oh, yeah. effect. And honestly, their body could actually, if they believe that, the body's so incredible that it is possible the body could grow thicker hair just because it was a placebo. But I don't really know how far that goes. For the but past 10 years, I have been thinking about growing a thicker hair. And trust me, <laughs> it has not worked. I'm just saying. It has worked opposite. Is my body I'm just saying. fighting against me? Yeah. I'm just saying that there there is such a thing as a placebo effect for certain things. Oh, of course. And everybody's different and, you know, everything differentiates. It's just... It is possible, but that's the only way, really. There's, if you shave your hair off, it's, it's going to grow back, but it's not going to Chemotherapy. Or chemo. <laughs> yeah, well, then it'll slowly fall out, and that's an unfortunate thing. But... Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I have a friend that has alopecia, and is like, um, he usually shaves his head because he has this beautiful hair in certain spots, and then it's just like these big chunks of hair just don't grow. Um, like, he doesn't have eyebrows. He has one part in his eyebrow that grows, like this tiny little itty bitty spot here on one side and the other side's on the end and that's it <laughs> so he draws his eyebrows on but he's actually really good at it and he's not gay or anything like it doesn't even look like he's drawing sounds his like eyebrows he's on. forced into the situation of yes. drawing them on it's not a so he doesn't want choice of his not saying that men all men that wear makeup are gay it's not true no, i know a lot of i'm sure that i know a lot of makeup artists that wear makeup that are not gay but yeah it's just he happens to have to do that um he's falling into a social conformity that makes people yeah. think they need eyebrows well i mean when's the last time you saw somebody without an eyebrow never really I do, do i do often because a lot of women that i know do it but i just go with my natural brows i don't put anything in my eyebrows i don't do like you walk around with no eyebrows people are gonna think they're weird yeah. they'll take the next well, elevator they serve some kind of evolutionary purpose i'm sure like what 
I don't know. Eyelashes Maybe are to I'm keep assuming it's protecting your eyes as well as the eyelashes. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming eyebrows are for, or to also protect it's, your. It's not as clear as eyelashes because eyelashes clearly keep debris out of your eyeballs. And men always have the nicest know. eyelashes. Actually, I was looking in the mirror. Look at his eyelashes. People have said that to me. Way Women, too nice I would rip often. off his eyelashes and glue them on mine <laughs> if I legally could. I, consent is a thing, I guess. If you, I literally, wanted. my eyebrows with mascara on right now are nowhere uh, near as long as yours. No. That's pretty close. thick, though. Because uh, mascara. Nice. I've been told that many times. It's because of mascara, and this is a crap load of mascara. Yeah. I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day, and I noticed that I had reasonably long eyelashes. I'm like, have they always been this long? Because they normally they just fall out, right? They you don't. Have interesting eyelids. It's like you have a third eyelid. <laughs> Thank you. Is that like a double chin? <laughs> no. You, you know, in Asia, they'll get surgery to get double eyelids because they a third eyelid where it like creases at the top. Yeah. Or? So see our, our creases that we have here. Yeah. Most people in Asia, like Chinese, Japanese, don't have that. They have like oh. just like a how do I explain it? It's like a it's like a, it's, it's just flat. There's no. It's just one here to here. This nothing. is something no cultural. I guess I don't look at makeup stuff, but I had no idea that this is a cultural difference. They get a surgery in order to get the double eyelid. It's actually very common. That is a, such a specific <laughs> nitpicky thing to get into. He's looking at, it's, it's just like this little spot up here that you have like another crease. Maybe I'm just getting fat. <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah. But yeah, they get this surgery. So I don't know what it does. I think it just like bunches up the skin and it's permanently there. But yeah, they pay like thousands of dollars to get this double eyelid that we have because it's considered considered Western a beauty look. standard. I don't care enough about my. I didn't even to notice consider, my eyelids. Yeah, I wouldn't consider a surgery surgery for literally any anything that's available. Nothing. I would I would get my nose done. What's what do you what would you change about your nose? I hate my nose. Well, you would they'll make it like smaller, thinner. Yeah, it's thick. Just, yeah. Like entirely smaller, just thinner. Like I don't think it's like thick. I just no, I think I, I think I just want it like like to like here. And I would like to get my lips done just a little bit. So nose and lips. I want my lips to look like they look like with my lipstick on. So the, is that like a Botox treatment that would do that, or just yeah? yeah. Like my lips aren't this big. I drew them. Of course. Right? Just slightly. Just slightly. Not big. Like not. I, I wouldn't want anything drastic. Like just a little bit. Hmm. Like it would just make it so it it would make them look like they look like right now. That's it. I don't have super thin, like my mom has like bird lips, like like no lips at all. And um, <clears throat> she always has. But yeah, I would get that. I'd get this. Um, honestly, I have issues. My, my insecurities come with my face. I don't like my face, like as a whole thing. Hmm. Not a fan. My body, I'm quite confident with, like I'm, because that's what I get compliments on the most. It, it seems like there's more surgeries aimed <clears throat> at the face, anyways. For for the most part, it's true. A lot of people tend to go for that kind of stuff, like the nose jobs. And like the, I don't think I'd ever do it, but if I was, I'd get the nose and and my lips. But I just don't like my face shape. I just I don't like my forehead. I would love if there was a surgery where I could get my hairline to start like a normal person's hairline, so I don't have to wear bangs. All Me too. I'm okay. I've had people telling me I have a receding hairline since I was like 13 years old. But yeah, it's, it's been too. this way since then. So I don't know. It's, it's yeah. called a widow's peak. It is. Yeah, I'm yeah. a widow's peak. Except my peak just continues to. Yeah, you look like Dracula. Peak more. Dracula. I, I thought it was funny. I've been watching this whole back and forth where was it Machine Gun Kelly was making made a rap song 
back at Eminem because Eminem dissed him one of the tracks or something on the new album. That is true. And, and then the focus that Eminem could go on is that Machine Gun Kelly apparently had like a hair transplant because he had like a widow's peak yes. in one of his prison photos, but then he had like a nice straight hairline after. He probably did, yeah. And it was funny because he's a person that claims not to be about any of the superficiality of the world. He got it done. He had to have. Yeah, There's no way his like hair could have naturally no. just Like my hairline, I don't know. I either have a big forehead or have a far back hairline. Whichever one it is, I don't like it. So I, I always wear bangs. Big I forehead. Just, you have like a, a forehead reduction surgery. I know it's going to sound stupid, but Shame at least, at least you guys are male. I know it sounds dumb, but it's not uncommon for men to have receding hairlines. For women, no, it's... it's common, yeah. yeah, female And I don't have a receding hairline. I've just always had this either big-ass forehead or far-back hairline, whatever the doctors want to call it, so I always wear bangs. That's how I used to. I used to have I'd love to be able to wear like a ponytail back like people do. It's just, no, I don't... Hmm. I also kind of look like a man sometimes. Did you say you kind of look like a man? I have masculine features in my face. Hmm. I've had many times. Do you walk times. around with just your face most of the time? <laughs> I don't think people would come to that conclusion. I have had many people tell me, ask me if I was a transvestite. Like many. Sorry, transsexual person. I think in the line of work that you were in. I wasn't talking about the line be. of work I was asking. I'm saying people. Just in general, public, in everyday general. life? Yes. Really? I don't know why. How does that conversation come up? It doesn't. It's just usually rude comments, like oh. asking if I'm a tranny. And I, like, I, the thing is, I have transsexual friends. Yeah. And it's very offensive to me the way they um, address me with it, but I'm not. It's just I don't know what it is about my face, but it's masculine. But then I have these big tits. And a big. It's like God went, if there's a God, was like, okay. You're going to have a kind of masculine face, but we're just going to, like, go crazy on your body and give you, like, this big ass, big legs, tiny stomach, big tits, but your face. Eh. <laughs> I do want to address something from the last podcast. This is a better seating because the last podcast, when I was looking over at you talking, uh, one of the viewers, Tila, said that it looked like it was just an hour and a half of me staring at your boobs, which Are I you wasn't. sure it wasn't? I was listening to you. So now I'm just being well, now your, extra. Your seat is a bit higher than the rest of these, so now your head is more in line with everybody's face. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, just like, I had just to throw like one short joke in. Stand up here. So. See, now it's a boob level, right? Now Jesse's got to stand up. You can't help it. They're big. They're just there. Ta-da. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've actually had quite a few issues. With, now, like, I won't say issues with it because that's offensive. Like, I, I don't have any issues against transsexual people. It's just I'm not one. I'm a female. I was born a female. I have a vagina. Hi. I think the only equivalent, maybe, from our perspective is somebody actually went up to us and genuinely asked, hey, are you gay? Like, not even to be mocking. I don't know. Or even ask you if you're a transsexual. I guess. Were you female to male? I that's, just, that's, I... It's so much And my voice tell. is relatively low. Like, it... it it fluctuates. Like I have, I have like my higher talking, and then I have my lower, like normal talking, which is quite low for a female, I think. But I just it is less of a thing, I think, for the female to male transgender people to to be at least like even slightly noticeable if they go through like hormone replacement therapy and stuff like that. Because I do have a few friends that are female to male, and you can't tell. Oh, like, I, I both my friends that are female to male have. You cannot. They're just beautiful men. Mm-hmm. And then I have... You get the full... You get facial hair. Like, lots of people have lots yes. of very masculine features. Just really through. beautiful men. Whereas, it, it's a troubling thing, but I also do have friends that are male to female, <clears> and 
the facial features, the mask and facial features tend to stay. And you need lots of surgery and things like it that. It depends on what you look like originally. Of course. If, if like, you're I am more effeminate to begin with, sure. Just depending on your bone structure. Like, even if you're not effeminate, it doesn't matter. It's just, it depends on your bone structure. And... Um, I have my one friend, Sammy, and she, my, my, it's actually funny because my brother got mad because I introduced him to her and she had, he had no fucking idea. He's like, damn, she's hot. She had these big fake tits, you know, <laughs> really, done really well though. Cause she saved like 80 grand to get this chest because wow. she wants it to look realistic. She wants to look like those big balloons that fucking Pamela Anderson has. Ridiculous. So, but she decided to go for a bigger cup, right? And then she has the natural curves she has, she got like implants for her butt, some on her hips, I think, to make her just, you know, look a little more curvy, mm -hmm. not that flat male, because she's thin, right? She's very thin. Typically more thin males don't have curves really. So, um, nope, no curves. my brother was hitting on her and I told him that my brother, I love my brother, but he is kind of a bigot. Mm. Like, like, uh, you know, homophobic, uh, racist. Um, That's defamation of character, Antea. A little bit. It's the truth. Now, I mean, on that topic, it, it's always a little bit different where it comes from from certain people. Like, I think some people it definitely is like insecurity, whereas like homophobic people might. That's what my brother have tendencies, like just feelings that they don't have addressed or. Whatever. I don't think that Elijah. It's the thing is most people. Sorry, not all, well, not most people, but a, a large majority of people that are homophobic have gay tendencies themselves. Sure, that they can't rationalize exactly. themselves. The other ones that do not have gay tendencies are insecure regardless. My brother I love very much. He will never watch this ever. And if you do, whatever. Um, Hello. He is extremely <laughs> insecure. I love my brother so much. And he's a very handsome guy. He's in the army. You know, great guy. But... Everybody in my family has mental issues. Like my other brother has autism. You know, I have I have dissociative identity disorder, which is multiple personality disorder. They changed the name. Um, my brother at least has bipolar, at least, hmm. or um, borderline personality disorder. It's something. There's something going on, um, and he has extreme insecurities, which a lot of people don't understand that. You could be the most gorgeous person in the world and still have insecurities. So like when people tell me like why do you have insecurities? First of all, I don't see myself as some super hot, beautiful woman. I don't see it. I don't see what other people that tell me see. And it's a nice compliment, but it's hard to take a compliment when you don't believe it yourself. And that's on you, right? That's not on anybody else. Um, a thing for that that we've brought up before is the idea of imposter syndrome or whatever. Like you just feel like you're a fake kind of. And yeah. Usually more associated with like academics or achievements of some kind, but. I'm sure it goes with looks too, where people tell you you look good, but you don't see it. Right. And then with, you know, with women being expected to look a certain way. And then it seemed to have become a trend now that a lot of men expect women to look a certain way. So they use makeup to look a certain way. And then, you know, in the morning when they don't look that way, they're all offended and they were faked out. And it's like, well, that's what you fucking expect. I don't do anything for men. And actually, honestly, most women do not wear makeup or anything for men. They do it for women because we're competing subconsciously. Whether we know it or not. Which seems to be, at least what I've observed, more of the trend. Whether we know it or not, we are competing against each other. It's not for the men. It's for the women. That's what the makeup and everything we wear. 
But people saying that, oh, women are fakes when they're wearing makeup. Makeup is really just to accentuate True. <clears throat> um, beautiful parts of us. There, but, there's much, there are many evolutionary factors that go in it too, like the whole voluptuous lips thing yes. and all these surgeries. There are certain biological features that are just people are driven towards. Yes. They, they see it as beauty. And yes, those ideals change over time. A large chest, sure. you know, um, a, a curvy body. Yes. Some men don't like curves. Some men like some have, smaller girls. Yes, and, and, and some definitely have preferences. But the difference in preferences in society, even if, you know, the majority prefers a certain thing, sort of it sets you up for a nice evolutionary diversity in the in the population yeah. where you know there's a certain population of people that are all skinny and they're banging skinny people and you have a certain population that's all you know big hipped whatever well good for <clears throat> most people skinny. that are sleeping with small tiny women that's usually a dominance thing right yeah you could have control more so that's the thing like if someone wanted to be dominant with me they can because i'm a submissive but if someone's looking for a submissive, they're typically going to go for the smaller built, tiny, 100-pound girls as opposed to my 180-pound self. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to throw around some tiny little girl than it is for me, right? I've had people they said, said that they weren't attracted to me because they don't like large chests. And that's fine. I grew them. I can't get rid of them. Like, I didn't buy them. But, no. you know, it's teach their own. But usually when you are... Um, looking to dominate someone usually you want someone that's a lot smaller than you are and weighs a lot less so that you have an easier time uh dominating them i can definitely understand that but yeah the the society's expectations are just incredible it's kind of like the if you're having a conversation about a hypothetical they society this is this hypothetical thing that is really comes down it's not as black and white as you know what society wants of course no no and there's lots of cultural differences you could talk about a specific society society like you know people in ontario for some yeah example but i don't know and then there's always going to be the outliers that like something entirely different than the rest of us where they're into women that are i don't know 300 plus pounds and that's their thing and they that's the entire thing that they go for Yeah, well, and then I actually, I saw a post on Facebook today that I was looking at, and um, it was, they were trying to address, they failed, but they were trying to address how, which they are right, nowadays curvy women are seen as like, like big, I'm curvy, I'm thick, that's what I am. 350 pound women are not curvy or thick, they yeah. are obese. Yes. You can call yourself curvy all you want. I am curvy. You are not. You are obese. It, that's part of the fat acceptance. Sort um, of but which is fine. Yeah. Thing is, no, I, I don't. I would never no, discriminate no, against somebody. No, for being I know. Fat. I know. It's just this post was kind of saying um, that this really there was a picture of a really thin girl, like like really, 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 really thin girl, and like I have a friend who is very thin. She eats more than I do. She eats well. She has all her protein. She just cannot gain weight. And that is sometimes the case. But 80% of the time, it's anorexia, bulimia, trying to live up to society's standards of beauty. Okay? So society's standards of beauty used to be that you had to be super thin. They still do for, like, runway models. Yep. But now it's like, now you got to have curves. And now women that are skinny are now ugly and are unhealthy but 
that's not true. Like, uh, unless the person, like, unless <clears throat> they are anorexic or bulimic or unhealthy, then they are. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're incredibly thin, then you're probably doing something wrong with your diet. Even if you're not doing it on purpose. Like, my friend is trying new supplements and stuff. She will eventually find something that will help her gain weight. Um, and then I have a friend that was about 400 pounds. And she was my height. So she was, she was just yeah. massive. And she was, I still, I still think that everybody's beautiful, but that does not mean that you're healthy. There is a difference between being beautiful and being unhealthy. It, it's this strange thing in the fat acceptance movement where it's, it's taboo to talk about them being unhealthy, but realistically you're but sort are. of damning people to an, a lifetime of health problems yes. by not Like, a, oh, what's her name? A Tessa Holiday or whatever her name is, this big... Yeah. huge monster of a woman like probably 500 pounds wow. sitting there telling people to eat badly and oh you're still beautiful yes you are still beautiful but you're unhealthy and you are going to die yeah and that is your fault you want to be obese now there are thyroid problems sure there's things that, that cause you to gain weight control. nothing causes you to be obese Thyroid problems do not cause you to be obese. You, it, they cause you to be fat, overweight. It takes a lot of behavioral modulation to live with that kind of stuff, and that is hard to do. And it's possible. there are there. I have friends that cannot get under a certain weight, no she matter what big. they do, no matter how much how well they eat. But being obese is your fault and always your fault. I don't care if you have a thyroid problem. And, and people problem. might misunderstand that as being like damning and all that. But it, it, I'm not. It's, just, it's you got to take responsibility for it. I guess everybody has like I was overweight. I was like 230 pounds last year because I was drinking so much. Because I got sober from um, the opiates. I was sober from the opiates for about probably six to eight months. I've never had a problem with alcohol before. I'm fine now too. But before, I was fine. And then. Um, I just randomly started drinking and I got to the point where I was like waking up to get out of bed. Yes. Yes, I've seen that magazine. She's smaller than she was too. It's a cosmopolitan total sheet magazine cover. October 2018 issue. She is making it seem like it is okay to be obese. Now, let me get this straight. It is not not okay, you know, to be who you are. Ethically, I don't have much of a problem with it. As long as you are eating properly... Getting enough exercise, taking your supplements and everything, you will lose the weight. If you're not eating properly, you won't. So this woman is essentially encouraging people to be obese and saying that it's healthy, saying that it's good for you, it's good for your self-esteem. It's not good for anything. Oh, no. No, it's terrible. If someone, now, there, there's a difference between being a bit overweight and struggling with your weight than being massively grossly obese. There is a, she is grossly obese. That is not because of a thyroid problem. That is not because of anything but overeating, not exercising, and not caring about yourself. And I try to tell people, like, if you care about yourself, you will eat in a healthy way. And This and is the first picture on Google. She eating a corn dog or something? Yeah. See? She, 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 oh God, she infuriates me. Looks she like she encourages, spent several hours on her makeup too. She encourages well people to be obese yeah. because she thinks it's a fetish and it's attractive. Oh, I guess it is a fetish for some people. It mm-hmm. is a fetish for some people, but regardless, it is not good for your body and it is not okay. No. The thing is, it doesn't matter what you look like as long as you're eating healthy 
exercising. And if you are eating healthy and exercising and taking your proper supplements, you will never be a gross obese. It, it's sort of a symptom of humans in general overconsuming, not just food, but just like There's resources. an addiction too. Oh yeah. There's but, a food addiction is 100% real. And a lot of people don't understand that being addicted to eating, you know, um, emotionally eating, eating because you're upset, eating because you're bored, that is a huge mental problem. I definitely eat because I'm bored a lot. I don't right. Like yeah. if, I, if I'm at home, yeah, it's a lot of snack foods. Not yes, really yeah, full that's, meals. that's completely common. Yeah. But then people like her and people that are usually obese will 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 emotionally eat. They'll be upset, so they'll they'll eat a bucket of KFC to themselves. That's supposed to be for four people. See, I, I, I can't do that. I can't actively go into a KFC when we went wow. to when we went to Popeyes. Uh, Popeyes. It's the first time in a long time that I've had fried chicken. Right. I can't go into a KFC, but by myself at oh. least. Because I'm standing there thinking, you're a stupid shit. <laughs> you're standing by yourself at a KFC, yeah. and then I just uh, leave. I live beside a KFC, and I have more than on one occasion bought the six-piece chicken and just eaten that in one yeah. sitting by myself. It's delicious, don't it's get so me good. wrong. But I, and I do that, thankfully I do that at fast food sometimes. I I'm, I don't cook as much as I should, but there are some nights where I'm like, just go home. And I drive yeah. away. The biggest thing is, is that a lot of people eat way too fast. It takes somewhere between four and five minutes for that food to hit your stomach. You should be eating slowly. I don't think that's true. No, it is true. You're, it would be in your esophagus for so No, it's to, to reach your actual stomach. Your, your intestine. Or intestine. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Just like, it, it reaches your stomach almost To make minutes. you feel full. Okay. Okay. Even if it's two minutes. Even yes. If, the reflex even, takes Even a if while. it's not the exact, like it may I'll not be, be four or five. Second. It may be two minutes. But regardless, it does it does not instantly go down there. So if you're eating and eating and eating as fast as you can, that's why a lot of people feel sick after they eat because they ate too much. They ate too fast. It's it's a reflex. It's based on hormones. I learned a little bit about it in physiology right. class. But but yeah, it does take a little bit of time. Yeah. You so people. That's up. why I suggest that people eat slower. And not rush through your food because you may already be full yeah. before you get to the end of your and meal. And there's psychological tricks like using smaller plates <clears throat> or doing, you know, weird fancy Well, honestly, I, I eat, personally, I eat six to eight meals a day now. Yeah. Because it's not healthy to eat three meals a day. No, it's kind of spread out quite a lot. A lot of people do you should You should be eating snacking. small meals more often. Yes. I'm sorry, but no one in this world is it healthy for to eat three big meals a day. That is not healthy. No. You need to eat... Six to eight smaller meals. It's not the same for everybody. Like some people could have like three medium sized meals and have like two small ones or something. It's different for everyone, but three big meals and that's it. That is not, not a healthy way to eat. And no, I'm just part I'm, of the standard American diet really to do that. It's the standard pretty much most places in the world have always been taught. You do three big meals. That's it. Yeah. You know, I don't know much um, about European <clears throat> culture for that. I do, but it's the same thing. It's, it's just these three big meals. And it's just, it's not oh healthy. Um, but regardless, I just want to say now that I have no issues with, you know, I have nothing against people who are obese or grossly obese. But do not sit there and tell me that it is healthy and that you want to be that way. I think everybody's beautiful. Like, I'm, I'm a huge, like, fitness buff. You know, I will help anybody if they want to start working out. And I understand how hard it is. Like I've, I've had students, I, had, I actually I had a student. We're not friends anymore because she's psycho, but regardless. Okay. 
<coughs> regardless, she was grossly obese. She still is, unfortunately. But I made a personal routine with her because I would not allow her on my horses until she lost some weight, a certain amount, because it's horses can carry typically about 20% of their body weight comfortably. Okay. She was probably 5'1 and probably 350 pounds. Okay. She was huge. Um, very nice girl, though, and she really wanted to ride. So I told her she had to get down to 280 in order to get on Curly because he's big. He's big boned. He could even take 350 if he wanted to, but I'm not going to put that on him. So we started, um, I'd get her to lunge them out in the field. Like lunging is when you use like the whip and you chase them around and they read your body language. Lunging on the line is when you have like a 40 foot line and you, te- you have to train them to do it first, right? You train them to go around you in a circle. We're it's talking good. about the horse or the woman? <laughs> I think we're talking about the horse. The horses. Okay. <laughs> um, and it- <laughs> so you said you were going to teach her. Interesting so. fitness routine. But what, what I would have her do is I'd have her go out in the field and free lunge, which is just with the whip. And when the horses were trotting, she'd jog. And when they were cantering, she'd sprint as well as she could. We did workouts every day. She lost probably about 50 pounds. And then she gained it right back once we stopped talking. But regardless, I'm willing to help anybody who has who has issues. And I understand how hard it is to lose weight. I really do understand. Especially if you're like 200 pounds over the weight you wanna be, it's not gonna happen quickly. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's not gonna happen in three months. It's probably gonna be two years, three years of you losing weight. And you will plateau. You'll get a point to where you like lose like 60 pounds, you'll be great, you'll be happy, and then you'll plateau. And then you gotta change it up. You gotta change your routine. You gotta make your exercise stuff um, harder in different ways. You have to change your diet. But there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that I see, they're like, well, I lost some weight, and then I stopped, so I just stopped trying. It's like, no. If you're not trying to lose weight and you are obese, that is your fault. Nobody else is to blame. I still think you're beautiful, but you are obese and it is your fault. One, and no thyroid problem will cause someone to be obese. No, not quite. One interesting yeah. example. I don't. Do you know who Boogie is? A yes. YouTuber gamer. Of course, I've been watching his journey for a long time. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Well, see, I cut in a little bit later because I knew he was. He's a very obese gamer and he for the longest time had he, some he serious... made it well over 500 there's yeah. so many health problems and he had some serious health problems and there was some he had some medical episode that sort of made him oh. decide okay this is when I, I have to start good for this. him good and for him it was amazing because I, I don't watch him regularly I'm not really into the gaming side of what he well, does well then I can I can but take over if, you, if you want but I, I jumped back in at a point where he was in the process he did like a a review, basically, of what like he his one-year review? The one-year review. Yeah. And right. that was a great video. So he did gastric bypass, yes. which for some great. people, it's exactly it's what you well, need. Well, the thing but... is, let me add something. There are a lot of people who assume that once you get gastric bypass, you're fine. You don't have to try. You don't have to do anything. That is not a fact. That's when you get gastric key. bypass, you have to still follow the diet. All it does is it shrinks your stomach, but you still have to eat properly and... You know, exercise. And if you do, it will really, really, really work. Yes. He That's, explained that it was fairly effortless at the beginning. That's good. Effortless at the beginning, but then he did say, I mean, he, plateaued. he he has plateaued, and he said that was kind of annoying. It's but frustrating. As his journey has went on, his life kind of crumbled. After his surgery, he had to get a divorce. Mm. 
Um, so he kind of lost his caretaker. Did you like him for being big? <laughs> no, they, sorry, they just had joke. issues. I'm sorry. Kind of funny. I'm sorry, that was a joke. And uh, that was that. But he he got the surgery before the surgery. He had to lose a set amount of weight. Yes. Yeah, right? you have to lose a certain amount of weight before you get there. Because they want to see that you're serious. Mm-hmm. They're not just going to waste all this time. Because the thing is, a lot of people think you just get gastric bypass and keep eating McDonald's. Three meals a day, six days a week. Although for and some you're gonna people, lose you just feel sick. It's yeah, like he said yes. eating the crap because he, especially during the divorce, he was like, <clears throat> I had days where I thought I'm, I'm just gonna do it, and it got to the point where I physically couldn't because yes. it would make me sick. Good. He's like, I get through maybe a third of a burger and I, I couldn't do it. That's good. So there is some merit to that, but he has done very well, and you, he, he's still a hundred percent honest when he says, I'm still fat. But being fat is not an issue. It's being grossly obese. He still he still would be. But as long as he's trying. The amazing change. If you go back to his highest point mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. it's like it's a totally different right. face. He's gonna have to get a um skin. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what's next. And that's that's where a lot of his weight right now, like there's there's he a lot of skin. He honestly should wait until he's much thinner though. Because if he does it now, he's just going to have to do it again. Well, I don't know him personally, no, so I, I can't tell just, him. I know. I'm just... Well, you could he seems to have a very good doctor, though. You could though. comment, to be fair. But I, regardless. I don't know how much money he makes as general figures, but I don't know if the surgery is off. Like, if it's a... I don't big, think No, he's good. He can do it. Yeah. So I don't think it'd be... Well, I'm sure he'd be able to do ones. it. It's just that... That's the hard thing, is it's like, um... There was a show. I can't remember what it was called, but... It was about people after they lost weight. And they had all this skin. And they had to go through these super painful surgeries and this ridiculous... Can you imagine, like, having your skin cut off? No. And sewn back together? No. But they do it for your whole body all at once? No. And then healing from that? No. That's ridiculous. I, that must be so excruciating. Yeah. But... Lots everybody of on the show was so happy with it. Like, they'd rather have the little scars... Then the hanging. Yeah, the scars wouldn't skin. be the worst part about it. I don't really care. Scars do it. fade. It's, yeah, it's just it's the fact that it's a reminder of how yeah. big you were when like, you look. You look kind of like a flying squirrel, you know. Yes. You can get some pretty arms. cool tattoos that uh, take care of them, I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh, yo, oh, for sure. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand that most people, okay, not most people, most people are fucking idiots and morons and bigots and assholes. That's what most people are. But are you an idiot? It's a pretty big generalization. Are you a moron? Come on, the majority of America and Canada. Come on, especially nowadays. We like to think we're above millennials. It's you are not one of them. Lots of you, lots of people have. You are not sure. included. But in lots my of state. people have unappreciated intelligences, even if they're ignorant. Oh, I'm things. sure that's fine. I'm just saying that a large majority of the population of America and Canada, especially America, are ignorant, bigoted, and assholes. Sure. Especially millennials, so it's a spectrum. You think and millennials are bigoted, but uh, they'd, they'd be the they they're supposed to be some of the most acceptable. But, it, but it's for the no, sake no. of uh-uh. for virtue signaling. No, no, I don't think. I don't think that this generation is more accepting. I think they're offended at everything they can possibly yes. be offended well, by. Yeah. And, but and they mostly, don't actually believe any of this. Mostly shit. offended on behalf of other people that they've never met. To look virtuous and, and which sometimes you can be offended on behalf of other people, but most of well, the things I'm talking about are the people that are just looking to be offended by things. 
and they're just searching. Like I have a lot of friends of color, and the there was I, I I saw. Offends me, except it's Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so I fucked that up. Dark Mountain. I've seen I've seen people that would um for okay for example. There was um I'm on this page on Facebook called the Niagara Rant page or whatever it is people rant about stuff. Sounds like it's a good place <clears> for you <throat> to do a lot of ranting. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Can you upload videos there? You You'd probably do well. You bring me here to rant. That I, is what you do. I read your rants. I'm well informed about your rants. But, um, so this woman had made a post about the Port Colburn Tim, Tim Hortons. She said they were bigoted racists. Oh. Okay. And then she explained that the woman, where the, the Tim Hortons was full and very busy, walked past her a couple times, but she didn't say anything to the woman. She didn't go, hey... Can you help me? And don't you usually order by going up to the counter? Yeah. She said she was sitting in her seat, and nobody came to take her order. That's not how to This is not a restaurant. You have to go up to the counter. And then she said that it was because they were racist, because she's native. She hasn't figured out how a Tim Hortons works, and she's I'm like, uh, no, honey, uh, you have to go up to the counter, and why, uh, I'm like, did she say any racist comment to you? And she's like, no. Why do you just assume automatically... That it is racism. And I've seen a lot of posts where, um, you know, people of a certain color will say things like, um, like, I've read things saying all white people must die. Oh, yeah. That's all white people one. are evil. And it just, it makes me sad because um, there are, there is still racism by far. Absolutely. Yes. It definitely is rampant. But to say that all white people do that is not to say that fair mis- or true. It misunderstands the issue of racism entirely to say that you can think that you can say that and think that it's not racism of well, some kind. And then people will call it reverse. There's no such thing as reverse racism. If you don't like someone because they're white, that's racism. Whether or not we we have suffered racism, which we haven't really. I'm not saying we have. I'm just because a lot of people go, well, you haven't suffered. First of all, I'm Jewish. Yes, I have. Yeah. All of my ancestors suffered. I'm also Irish. All of my ancestors suffered. I did not personally suffer. I think all suffer. of human history pretty much suffered yeah. for yes. a very long time. But at some point, um, I didn't personally suffer. But I know that people of color are suffering still to this day, and that's yeah. the important oh, yeah. thing. There's def- definitely issues with the yes. systems in place. Of course, and it's ridiculous. And anybody that denies that's a moron. But I'm saying that to say that all white people are the same. It just, it makes me sad because I've never been racist but to But then self-flagellating white people will come out and be like, oh, well, it's just a response to the the powers that be and it's just a way to get back at and the And I totally get where they're coming from because yeah. like, why wouldn't they feel that That's way? That's sort of a misguided approach. Like, why wouldn't they feel that way? Someone being shot over some simple arrest when a white person wouldn't? That's fucking ridiculous. Someone getting a bigger sentence because they're black as yeah. it was oh, being yeah, white? That, and these fucking things, ridiculous. These things are demonstrably... Provably, yes. you can show them, right? Yeah. Oh, they're and those factual. are things that would definitely yeah. be easiest to change but, first, I would think. Like I have, I have a bunch of black friends, I've Mexican, whatever, any kind of friends. I just I don't know how racism still exists. I don't know why. Like I don't know if I'm one of the rare people that just sees people for who they are, not what they look. I don't give a fuck what you look like. It's what you, how you treat me, yeah. how you treat others. And who you are as a person that matters to people that me. want to jump on the bandwagon of, you know, calling white people racist or whatever will say, okay, the, what, the word for that is colorblind. People say, oh, I'm right. colorblind. Right. But then they're like, colorblindness is racism, and they'll go off about that. And, right. And it's this whole train of everything is racist to certain people, and, you know, like yes. social justice figures. 
And I get why they're doing it because they've, suff- they've suffered such injustices. But I just, I wish that people would, you know, look past that and not be so blind and realize that there are some people that are white that are not racist in this world. There's... Certain- and I understand why they feel that way. I totally get it. There's a ongoing issue, and I was listening to the CBC today, and they're talking quite a bit about it, where there's supposed to be some kind of new federal, like, civic holiday for, like, reparations to, like, the... No? To natives. No, relax it. Okay. To to the native people in Canada. Something to apologize, perhaps, for the way that the public's... Uh, Give them a day off. Yeah, but they're trying to come up with this day off, and there's this huge debate of what day it should be and if we should do it, because I think Trudeau's... Yeah, for what? For stealing their land and murdering all their people? Pretty much, yeah. It's pretty equal. Here's a day off for, you know, killing all your... The one thing that I would say, because they're debating whether this should exist... Some people are saying, is it, should it be like um, Remembrance Day where kids stay in school? It's not like a day off school, but right. somebody, like they have veterans come and they'd have somebody that suffered. That would be nice. I would, I'd be for that. That would educate them. That wouldn't be bad. That is smart. I also think the day off would be good too, but I do think that if it was like that, there'd be more people that were, because there are an, a staggering amount of people that do not know what happens to the Native Americans. No, there are, there are a lot of people that don't know. Like a ton. Okay. I don't even know if I necessarily blame them because a lot of people get angry. Oh, they're so ignorant. But it's like, this is not a prevalent Ignorance part of our is not culture. always something to be angry about. Not really. A lot of the time, ignorance is just, again, just that. People just not knowing. Mm-hmm. And once you tell them, they know. You know? So why not make it a public thing to tell them? Yeah. Especially explain to them in what happened. school. Like, just how we. Because Remembrance Day, definitely. I remember that from being a kid. Yeah, all the you know, right. old war documentaries are like. Veterans coming in to talk, and I—I I feel like a lot of a lot of holidays like that are always based around the white people. I had a, a Let's celebrate white people doing things. Let's celebrate more white people doing things, well, and then this one will be celebrating or or damning white people for doing certain things. I don't think it'd be da- certain white it's, people. It's true, and the I people, don't really... the people at the time yeah. that did it. But I just I wish Some it wasn't pulled. Be... I just wish it wasn't pulled over into this day and age. But, but the but fact these is. Are... Is that still, they're still happening. Yes, they're still current for exactly. this particular issue. I have I have a Muslim friend who was threatened millions of times, has been threatened to be killed. Oh, you're By here. Who? Many people, people on the bus, anybody, because she wears, you know, her headpiece and she she proudly displays, you know, um, oh you're you know you're a part of ISIS and you're gonna bomb far. us. And she's been stopped at the airport every time and checked every time for bombs and thrown up against the wall and searched, you know, fingers up her butt, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're smoking something in just because you're Muslim. That's fucking ridiculous. But ever since 9-11, like before 9-11, I'd go across the country to any other country with a birth certificate and a note from my mother. Yeah, it was nice. And I understand the worry. I personally think it was an inside job, but, you know, everybody has their own conspiracy Ooh, theories. We have conspiracy theories, just like the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, I uh, What's, what's know, the one guy that's just jet fuel, melt, steel beans. Eddie Bravo. You know? Eddie Bravo, that's who it is. But, you know, everybody has their own opinions. Um, but even if it was someone part of that, that does not damn the whole fucking country. No. That does not damn the whole fucking religion. Why is anybody that's part of that being damned Unless they were personally a part of ISIS. It makes no sense. No, here's the one thing about profiling. The intention of profiling is to stop threats. Yes. And 
I don't know. There definitely would be some discrepancy in the types of people that are more of a security threat. Right. And unfortunately, it could be down to a racial difference. I don't know. I don't have the statistics. That's what they usually do, though. It's usually, oh, a black guy yeah. was there and a and white it, guy was it, it there, sucks. so it's probably the black guy. Sure. And it sucks sense. because people that are innocent, even you know if they're yes. of that race, shouldn't be yes. profiled. But no. at the same time, it's this weird way that we have that to address is what these they security do. risks. That yeah. is what they do. Whether it's okay or not. Um... But I just, I find it's way over the top. It's ridiculous. And I'm sorry, but I just, there are just so many racist things happening still. And I don't know how the fuck it's still happening. How? How have we gotten to this point? This, This point with technology. And this point with our intelligence. And we are still being as bigoted and ridiculous as we are now. I don't know. I don't know if it's getting better or worse or what. Oh, I don't think it's getting better. People are getting more aware we, of things. The thing is, we will get better. We'll make a step towards, right? And then we take four steps back. These people that are getting overly offended by everything are ruining it for everybody else. We will get offended, genuinely offended, should be offended by it. And then people will take that ten steps further than that. And then that brings us back four steps. There are things that we should be upset about and things we should be fixing. And then now, there are that's things... that's a very who's to decide what we should be upset about kind of thing. Like well, no, of course, of course. Who's the arbiter of that? I'm just saying that, um, and there's people like, you know, uh, people called feminazis that are, I would not <laughs> consider feminists at all. They are way out to, the, out, out to the side here. Um, Their hair is usually even a little bit brighter than yours. Yeah. You know what's funny? Everybody says you're probably a feminist. Well, I have... there's a trend that definitely My hair is faded, though. My hair is actually yeah. like an electric blue. But everybody always goes, you're probably a feminist. No, I just like my hair bright blue. I am an equalist. I will tell you one thing. That's a word I haven't heard in a while. Listen, equalism has existed for a long time. Why did we make fem- feminism if there was always already equalism? Because I'm going to tell you, my opinion at least, Okay. 90% of feminists I've ever met want to get back at men for what they've done and be better than men. It's a power struggle. If you want to be equal to men, you would be an equalist. Here's the thing, but so many people, so many feminists will just say, no, feminism is for equality. Why is it called feminism? I don't know. Why is it a masculinism? I don't have the answers. I was really manism. Big. I was really big into like the social justice and the social justice like <laughs> debates that were going Sounds on. Sounds bullshit. Probably like four years ago or something like that. Like that was all, I watched just so many YouTube videos, read so many articles. I that was like the thing that I was passionate about at the yeah. time. And it's it's just a bunch of people bashing their heads on the wall, pretty much. I don't know. Equalism. Yeah. You is- Equal rights. Lots of people agree with that, but other people say, nope, feminism is this idea. Then what is equalism? I don't know. I don't know what any of these things are, and they mean different things to different people. But equalism has been around forever, ever since, like, the fucking dawn of fucking intelligence. It's just, uh, feminism is brand new. And they're telling us... You'd argue that feminism is from, like, the 20s. The women's rights movement? No, 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 but I'm saying actually being called feminism. Like, the actual term... When was the term coined? We could look that up. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe Jesse it's maybe it's yeah. earlier than I thought it was. But I, I or at I least it's or at least old. since it became a trend. Okay. It, the, at least before it became a massive. They usually thing. divide it up into waves. So there's first wave, second wave, and third wave feminism. When was the word feminism coined? Kind of. It may be earlier than I think. I feel like it's quite old. It's got to be before the 40s. 
But when did it become a trend? That's what I'm talking about. It was never a but, big thing but until it, a couple years ago. But it's come in waves where at first it was about the women's right to go to work and, and or mo- I don't think that's mostly. feminism, though. I think that's equalism. That's just women wanting rights. But I don't necessarily just, think that's feminism. These are just umbrella terms. that There's an intersectionality between the two. I know, but I'm saying it doesn't necessarily mean it's in the name of feminism. It could be in the name of equalism. It could just be in the name of women's rights. But when did actual feminism become the term for fighting for women's rights? You, you got an answer for us? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. I'm ready to hear it. Should I know that a couple years ago it just became a big thing, right? The term feminism originated from the French word feminism. <laughs> coined by the utopian socialist Charles Fourier and was first used in English in the 1890s yeah, okay. in association with the movement for equal political and legal rights That's for not women. what I was asking, though. Wait, I mean, that's what they've been calling it for the long yeah, time. Yeah, I know, but I'm not saying when was it coined. I'm saying when did it really become a big thing that everybody probably, probably was... Probably in, like, the 20s, I would think. During the women's lib movements. Yeah. yeah, and they called it feminism? Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. curious about. Okay. Women's suffrage or whatever it was. Just, I know that a lot of people said they called it equal rights and equalism for the longest time. Yeah. That's what I heard, at least. So, I'm just saying. Regardless, the, nowadays the recent, feminism is a trend. The most recent wave that you're talking about, I think, is mo. It's not about you know equal <coughs> right to vote or, or equal pay and stuff like that as much in the workplace. Although some people still talk about the pay like a wage gap. But what it's about is about changing people's perceptions. Women think that they're perceived in a certain way, and there's stereotypes about what women are supposed to be and men are supposed to be, and they're trying to break down the barriers. It's like a a postmodernist kind of view. Yes, they are, and yeah. that's what equalism does. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying. Personally, I think there's no fucking point for I feminism. We already both. had equal equalism. We could have just went with that. I think they're both words that mostly describe similar things. Mostly. Well, yeah, it's pretty much the same thing they're doing. But I just feel like most people that I meet that are self-proclaimed feminists are way, way, way to the side. And it men comes, need to pay oh, yeah. for what they've done. And we need to be more important come than with men. Political ideologies too. It could yes. always be more of like a left wing movement for men. Right. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, it, ideally, it would be more centrist. I would think because people fall. I have all no over problem with it. It's just I'm an equalist. I would never call myself a feminist. It's I'm, I'm not. I'm not just for women. I'm, I'm for everybody to be equal. And then the feminists come on and say it's not just about women. It's about this. Then you're an equalist. Topic. Then you're an equalist. That's what you are. You're not a feminist. You're but the equalist. feminists like to tell people that you're a feminist, even though you won't call yourself one. It's this is a stupid care. semantics game. Where I don't. You know, you honestly, I don't you. care what it's called. Exactly. It doesn't I will never it. sit there and go, oh, men... Because sh- men did treat women badly back That's true. then. true. Very true. But there are no men that I'm with right now that were there. That's true. Yeah, but that's... It's the same but- thing with racism. Not the same, though, like for nowadays, like what they're still going through. I mean slavery and stuff sure. like that. Now, no one that was there is here with Interesting women's issues. Like, for instance, many feminist figures will say, okay... You should, I don't know, supply free tampons and like certain certain things right. like that to women. Even though I think in Canada there's already you don't have to pay certain taxes on those goods. I do. No, let me let me add something here. I do think that we should have free tampons because it's not something we can tr- control. But let me add something. We need tampons. We also need food. We also need water. None of that shit's free. I know it sounds awful. 
Yes, I do think we should have free tampons. But honestly, if you're giving us free tampons, why aren't you giving us free food? Why aren't you giving us free water? Why aren't you giving us free housing? Who's who's giving us these things? I'm just saying, no one is. I don't. I'm, who could give us these things? No idea. Well, right. the government makes it. Well, the government. The, the government makes an incredible amount of, of, of taxes. I get why women are saying because you get free condoms from the sex clinics. It would be I great guess. if we could get free. But okay, honestly, the condoms from the sex clinics. Are but then wouldn't I, I like, pay for my condoms? Yeah, the condoms are shit at the sex clinics. They will break. I have had a million and one of them break. Mm-hmm. But regardless, they I don't think supplied. I've used a million and so one of women condoms. have this opinion that we should have free tampons, which we technically we should because it's something that naturally happens. Guess. But guess what? We also eat, which naturally happens, and we have to pay for that. We also drink, which Here's the naturally problem. But happens. At the end of the day, you say, okay, the government's going to pay for these things. That's still your tax money. You're still well, paying for it. Is. You're, You're still, still paying for, for it. it. Yeah. So wouldn't it make more sense just to have tax cuts and people could spend their yeah. money how it's they just, wish? I, I, I get the idea behind it. There's nothing we can do about our periods. You know, that, that happens. I guess However, you could just let it bleed, but that would be kind of repulsive no, in most people's minds. No, you would just... No, that no. wouldn't be good. But regardless, hashtag free bleeding. I, <laughs> hashtag free bleeding. The thing is, free the I get the idea behind it. But unless you want free food and free water too. Well, I think the the debate for that is there are there is a certain percentage of Canadians that do have access to government subsidized food mm-hmm. and water. Mm-hmm. So, if you need to have free food and water, there are programs available. The I don't know if it would be free unless you haven't worked before. Hmm? Like, for instance, I was on Ontario Works, right? Mm-hmm. I was on Ontario Works for about six months, but I had worked 12 years prior. I paid more than paid. Okay, so it's Ontario like employment insurance or something. It depends on... I just hadn't worked enough that year, a particular year... To get EI. Um, but I agree with you. I'm just saying some people like just aren't working at all and they're just on you know, Ontario works. Um, but some people have paid into it. If tampons were or any feminine hygiene product were to ever be free, it would probably be mandated like the the government mandating that basic cable be affordable to a certain level. So yeah. you would get your What's that? Tampon manufacturer. Give me a name. Tampax. Tampax. Okay. So you get Tampax saying, okay, this is the one that we have for free. And it's going to be the most base. Yes. I I get that there's only... It's it's only so the same thing. But it will be the most base model. And if you want something better, you will have to pay for it. Well, it's like condoms. The argument is when you get free condoms. And they're garbage. They are shitty, shitty. Yeah, but that's because condoms. condom manufacturers want to sell you. Then they have every right to want to sell. Yes, I'm just saying if people want free tampons and you do get them, they're gonna be shitty tampons. Yeah, I would never. I use the cup, anyways. I, I wouldn't use tampons. They're really bad for you, actually. Oh, sorry. Oh no, that wasn't you. I. Yeah, no, tampons are really, actually, really, really really bad most women i've been with have preferred some kind of pad or something i don't know i think pads are gross personally i can't deal with the whole sitting in a cesspool of bacteria yeah no it's not nice it's not a nice smell it's just gross um so people prefer tampons because they go up there they're out of sight but if you think about it, it's holding back this pool of bacteria behind you, behind the tampon well hopefully not bacteria per se other than the regular flora of the 
innards of the vagina. But that is bacteria. I guess, but it's kind of supposed to be there unless you did it for a long yes. time. Yes. Like no, shock no but I'm, I'm, yeah, listen, though. Toxic shock can happen after an hour. It depends on your body, right? Mm-hmm. It all depends on your body. You can get toxic shock within an hour. Some people can get toxic shock in 10 hours, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, usually you're supposed to change your tampon every three to four hours. Three to four hours, that's bacteria. Even though it's not, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. It's a generalization. I mean, our mouths are covered in bacteria. The tampons are bleached, okay? An incredible amount of chemicals within tampons. There's no good reason to use tampons, honestly. It's just an incredible amount of tampons or an incredible amount of chemicals that are just the toxicity... In your vaginal so if canal. So tampons aren't the free things, what is? What Hashtag organic no, no, tampons. No, no, I'm just saying, I, I, listen, like I said, condoms, when they're free, they're basic. So it would be tampons or pads. Yeah. Diva cups, like I use, are never going to be free. There are some women that say that the tampon is a male invention used to oppress women around the world because it's forcing them to rape themselves with an oh object Oh my insertion. fucking God. Oh, I've heard this. It. I've read articles about this. They're everything. Those are is, the feminazis yes, I'm talking about. Everything is sexist to these people. Everything is male created, and then men just want you to fuck yourself for their pleasure. And, and then I, I heard the actual story behind it. I think it was a man in India, I believe, but basically he devoted his life mm-hmm. because he saw that his wife had this problem of you know, bleeding and stuff every month, and, and right. he wanted to do something about it. And then he invented the tampon after much work and deliberation. If it wasn't bleached. All that. It'd be okay. Why do they have to bleach it? Can't you buy ones that are unbleached? It's just cotton. Okay. Nowadays, you can can 100% buy organic, free-range, vegan tampons. (laughs) I bet you they're ridiculously expensive, though. I don't know. Let's find out. I bet you. No chemicals. I'm not just talking about bleach, because they don't only put bleach in those. They put all sorts of chemicals in them. Chemical-free tampons. $3.49 for a 10-pack? Uh, it's Natricare. I'm clicking on it. It's coming up. Natricare organic tampons non applicator. In case there's no applicators, that's fun. I wouldn't know. 100% cotton, perfume free, totally chlorine free. So it actually sounds like it's very easy to get. Natricare tampons are made from only certified organic 100% cotton, are the only fully certified organic cotton tampons available in the world today. They're non-chlorine bleached. They're still bleached. Non-chlorine bleached. What, Read what that. Is, what Read is the reason that, that you bleach cotton? For color. So anyways, they're not chlorine yes. bleached, but they're still bleached. Probably better, but um, mm. uh, women can be reassured they do not contain synthetic materials such as rayon or chemical additives such as binders or s- surfactants. The yeah. A surfactant is it breaks down essentially. It's like okay. soap. Okay, okay. Um, certified organic cotton removes the risk Don't of want exposure soap in your to residues from chemical pesticides and fertilizers. Vegan, GMO free. Yeah, it, it is vegan. So Our regular vegan. on there. Tampons. Probably American. Yeah. And then uh, with the shipping, probably about fifteen. That's Wells.ca, so it's not American. CA, okay. Still probably gonna come to about ten bucks. That's ridiculous. Ten tampons? Oh, oh, oh. you can get a full forty pack for four dollars. Right, but vegan or organic stuff for sure. But they're still bleached. Subtotal. It's not chlorine. 
But they're still bleach. Why bleach them? I've never understood that. I don't know if bleach is necessarily bad in all cases. Mm, Shoving up your vaginal... We can't even use soap up there. Do you understand that? I understand that. If I shove my fingers with even soap residue up my vaginal canal, I will get a ridiculous infection. So the thing is... I, why can't they just not bleach them? Who cares what color they are? It's because they want them to be more attractive. I don't want to see. Well, the they, blood okay, pause for a second. If they want them to be more attractive, then they have studies that say that women do care what color they are. Which white? If they, if well, there's gonna be some market research. Yeah. Why? Why? why I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, it's fine. I'm sure women have, but I'm just saying, as a woman myself, I would not want to see more, more, more obviously how red the fucking tampon is if it was dark in fact it would be less gross to me i'd rather not see how red my blood okay is. but then you're gonna have dyed tampons and then we'll be sitting here talking about how they're using artificial or even real dyes and the dyed. dyes i'm saying just don't bleach know, them but just what if what if car. there's a forbes there. article that says everyone calm down about chemicals and tampons <laughs> Does this we, Forbes person have to shove this up their veg? Uh, no, no, I'm not talking about dyed, about honey. That's is, not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how they just naturally, the color that they naturally are, mm-hmm. and just leave them. I thought cotton was naturally white. I've seen cotton. Cotton is naturally white. Why then why are they bleaching it? I'm so confused. <laughs> What's the point of bleaching it if, they're, if it's white? I'm so confused. Seeing, they want it more white? Is it maybe like, a, like an off-white? I don't know. I, maybe, cotton maybe, seems... Okay. Why are tampons? That's bleached? exactly what I'm looking up right now. I can tell you, sheep are not pure white. They're like a beige. So maybe they're just bleaching them to be more white. Sheep have wool. What's the point? Yes, and it's like beige, not pure yeah, white. But cotton, which grows on plants, is pretty much pure white. Oh, we're, okay. Sorry, I'm an idiot. I was <laughs> a wool about tampon. Why well, was I talking itchy. about? She- sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, got, I got confused. Anyways. The cotton that's grown on the plants <laughs> is still not like a pure, super, super bright white like the tampons. So I think they're just bleaching it to make it more white? The the main thing, the same article, except I got a nice little mm-hmm. uh, like short blurb about okay. it. Bleaching is a technical term for fiber purification, explains Tampax on its website. Purification of cotton and rayon is done to eliminate the impurities and clean the fibers. Whitening the fibers is a result of this process, but not its goal. Like, you do have to make sure that the entire thing is clean. You want to make sure that it's clean. Yeah, but there shouldn't be rayon in there in general. But yeah, so there are tampons that you can get, as you see, that are not bleached. Wow. So people are aware just, of this problem then, I guess. I prefer to use the cup because it is a rubber cup and there is nothing that's going to bother my vaginal canal when it's inside. You were the only person I've ever met that says they use it, so... Wait. The diva cup or whatever they call it? It's amazing. Yeah. You have to get used to it. Though. A lot of people are afraid of trying that kind of well, stuff, I'd imagine. Well, there's a lot of people that will try it like twice and be like, yeah, I can't do it. You have to get used to it. Also, when you are bleeding, I know it is gross... You can feel like a rush. Like you can I've heard feel that, it yes. gushing out at it. Like it doesn't just constantly go. It'll like not, nothing you'll feel. And it'll just gush randomly and it'll be fine. You have to get used to that because you think you're bleeding everywhere, but you're not. It's in the cup, right? Um, so you do have to get used to that. That's completely true. You also have to be able to get it in there properly because it's like, it's like a thick cup. You gotta like shove it in there and like fuck around with it with your fingers. 
You have to get used to the feeling. Doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement for the product, really. The product is the only product out there with no fucking chemicals going into your body. None. Well, no what disgusting about the plastics used in the cup. That's not none. All, all of it. All of it is vegan. None of it is going to affect well, your vegan, body. Sure. None of it's going to affect it's your done, body. The bleaching chemicals are still vegan. No, 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 no. no. Look, just, when you're, when we're done this, just look it up. Okay, it's it's the sure. healthiest way to do it. Um, Wouldn't the healthiest way of doing it just, just let it flow? Free bleeding? Sure. <laughs> if you're naked all the time, Where? it's not the worst. You just want me to walk around pissing? Well, there there is a movement that I'm sure is doing And there's doing underwear? It. Don't listen to those. The underwear do not work. The underwear are not thick enough. Oh, there's like absorbent underwear? Yes, there, there are like free bleeding underwear. No. The thing is... And you can use a pad, and it's good for some people, but it's just gross to me because it smells bad, honestly. It but then like rotting blood, and it's just disgusting to me. I cannot but then, do the pad. For the pad to be disgusting to you, it works for some people. No, it's fine for other people. I'm just saying for me personally, I just... I... I it sounds like a catch-22 It's a big-ass it pad with like four hours worth of rotting blood on it. And, it doesn't sound great. I am so glad I'm a man. It's, yeah, it's and, and like amazing. and like you know, um, you know the lining, it's just clots and just you take it off as like. Do women uh, wait four it's hours just, it's to disgusting. change their pads? It depends on the Got person. Like a timer. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to change it every hour. You can't change it every hour. No, but, but you. <laughs> Listen, I've been a woman all my life. But you, you don't. When, when did you start using the cut? Oh, just recently. So then what did you use before? I used tampons. Okay. Yes. Because my, my thing would be, is sure, after four hours, there may be some It's not always four of... hours. I'm just, I'm just giving an example. Yeah, I've, done, but... I've, done, I've done where it was two hours where I was bleeding a lot, and I felt like I was bleeding a lot, and I was leaking, and I change it. You know, but if it's if it's usually about two to four hours that you change it. Since we're on the topic of women's menstrual cycles, which I don't think we're going to hit on again, <laughs> I don't for know a long why time, we're on the topic. What, but yeah. what do you think of the apps that are used to track it? <laughs> it works for some people. Like some people, it's great. Works very They're well. Okay, amazing. so they so are for my best friend. It's like spot on. Me, it doesn't work. As a man, and this is the most useful thing that my girlfriend has ever done for me. Is she gave me access to her account so I can log in, I can like see everything that she sees. Now, do you have? If she is like emotionally irrational out of nowhere, I can look at the app and be like, "Oh, that makes sense." And then it's okay. Just don't say that to her. No, no, she doesn't care. <laughs> she has, the best thing about it, and maybe women might get more used to this over time, but I can just be like, "It's okay. I understand. I see the situation, and it's okay." And she doesn't. Mind. I don't change when I'm on my period. Am I like the only person in the world that I think does not it, really it change? It depends slightly if you're on some kind of birth control, and it depends on a lot of different factors. I, I have a copper IUD. Yeah. See, I do copper because I have migraines, so I couldn't use the other IUD because I apparently it gives you like my if you have a migraine yeah. disorder, it may, it exacerbates them. I I think the cycle is more regular and the predictability of emotions for women not that me. don't use birth control. My oh for don't yes. Yeah. And for women that I've been with that do use some kind of birth control, it is a little bit Mine, harder like, to tell. Mine, like, it'll, 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 like, it'll be, like, because it's supposed to be a month and then a month and a month. It'll be, like, yeah. this month, and then it'll be, like, a week early, and the next time it'll be, like, two weeks late, and, like, the next time it'll be, like, three weeks early. It just, mine has always been sporadic all over the place. When I was on methadone, I had never period for seven months. I thought I was That's pregnant. pretty I was hardcore. Not. It was just because of the stress and uh, the methadone. Um, 
And, um, but I just, I've never really noticed a massive change when I was on my period. Like the worst that I'll have, I'll just cry easier at like sad movies. Oh. Or Sarah McLaughlin commercials. I'll never be like, oh my God, I gotta fucking get, like I've seen some women that just lose their fucking yes. minds. Oh yeah, I've seen some women that are just, oh just sort of bawling their eyes out. Yeah, and those women need like, mental help. No, I don't know about that. The, listen, the amount of the, if there's that much of an emotional disturbance from the hormone disruption, yeah. you need to get help for that. If it's to the point where you're threatening to kill people, okay, that's not what you're I'm threatening. About. Me, but that's what I'm talking okay. about, okay? Right? I haven't seen you that. You didn't let me finish my statement. <laughs> you can talk over me. I don't mind. No, I don't like talking over. This people. is one of the podcasts where I've talked the least because I'm just listening. Because I, I don't. <laughs> I'm just blah, 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 blah. I don't have transsexual friends. I have a couple. I don't. I if you want to. If you want to have equal rights, then just do it. I I believe. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just no. Do it. Like, just do it. Do if it. you want do the it. job, go Nike's. for it. Just do it. This should be Nike's new campaign. Do it. So if you want equal rights, just do it. Okay, wait, what does he do? What does he, do? he goes, do it. The Shia LaBeouf thing? Do it. Yeah. The just green, do green, it. Green Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Do it. Do it. There we go. That video was an old one. Um, it was so but it, it, it's true. It I just... I don't have too much of an overarching opinion on that, but I have just been listening. You can have, an, opi- you can have an opinion on it just because you don't have friends that happen to be trans. And, and this is the opinion of like many millennials of like what a straight white male is. Just like they don't they don't understand any of this stuff, which is probably true in many yeah. cases. But it's just because it's a whole different. What was I talking world. about? I've been too busy paying attention to other shit in my life to worry about people wanting to See, be a that- squirrel. <laughs> Ooh, the other kin, yeah. They're fun. That's, that's, what do you mean? Is, were you talking about gender? I think he's talking language? about the other kin. No, gender stuff. Like, if you, well, if you... Can I say something before you say something? You can say whatever you want. Gender that you were referring to. Not the gender that is the sex. Okay? Where people are coming from with male, female, pansexual, trisexual, whatever the fuck they want to be. The genders that you are referring to that you don't understand, that's fine, is a social construct. What? I wasn't making... You said you didn't understand it. No, I don't pay attention to it. It's not that I don't understand it. Okay, whatever. You don't pay attention to it. Fine. I don't care what the wording is. I'm just saying this this thing is a social construct. Not the gender as in sex, i.e. male, female, hermaphrodite. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. No, that's a biological... Hermaphrodites do exist. Yes, that's what and, they do. But still, it's still something. Regardless. What these people are talking about is a social construct called gender. Mm-hmm. This is an emotional construct. So a gender performance. To, yes. It's it's nothing to do with what you're you're born with and what you actually are sexually. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> and what a lot of people don't understand about that when they make jokes like you did is... It's just, it's it's a social construct, and it's it's not something that's factual. It's not something that's scientifically proven. It's just what someone happens to feel like they are, whatever they you know, whatever they identify with, or whatever. Honestly, it does not affect me. So it is. I'm pansexual. People make fun of me for that. So I'm not going to make fun of people for thinking they're a Barbie. That's a 1985 edition. You know, I don't. 
I don't, it does not that's affect a, me. It's, it's not my life. It's an interesting thing to wonder about, though, because there are people that I think that they are, like, there's people, there's furries, which are fun, because they, you know, dress up as animals, and some that's, of them that, are That's into, a sexual thing. Yeah, there's some people that are into for the sexual thing or whatever. I bet you a there lot of people, are, if I told a lot of people about what I do with my BDSM shit, I bet you you'd fucking either dis- disagree with it or be weirded out. Yeah, but but there's people like that, that it's, like, clearly this like segmented part of their life. <laughs> Segmented part of life, but there's other people in the internet that they, they call that. the other kin, where people like legit act like they're some kind of animal. Like, Did you like just say life. legit? Yes. Legit. That's a legit thing. You sound dumb. Oh, I don't care. Legitimate. Do you think I don't sound dumb after week after no, week? No, no, this? I don't think you do at all. Oh, I think I do. Sorry, continue. I missed the. There, there are people that, that I sound dumb. have some kind of know. identity disorder where they do think that they are. And that's fine, kind of even animal. if they do. No, I don't think there's anything ethically wrong with it, but it's a weird human But phenomenon. I'm talking about the people that make fun of them for that. Hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I can't laugh at everybody a little bit. It's got to be a little bit. There's fun. a difference between having a laugh and belittling someone. No. I'm not talking about people that are just like he said. Like I don't see No, 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 no. See, I, well, I wasn't... I wasn't belittling. I was no, just I know going. Okay, did you? Did you? You didn't listen to me. I, I just. Did... I, no, you didn't. Because I said you just made a joke. You are not one of those people. You were not listening. There you go. Ta-da. <laughs> I'm talking with the people that are belittling these people. If you want to make a joke, that's fine. If you would have let me finish talking. Um, but there are people that literally belittle these people and make them feel like they're fucking sure. idiots. And, and that's the type of bullying. Yes, it is. Even if we don't agree with it. And honestly, I don't know why anything that doesn't affect you personally, you'd even deal with. People are always interested in other people's business. It's just a social attribute that we have as humans. That's what gossip is, right? I'm not really interested in gossip. But lots of people are, even if we aren't as people. Yeah, and those people, like I said, are usually morons. Hmm. Um... But yeah, no, no, no. Hey, like we listen. That's, I like, that's I like, not true. I like listening to gossip because sometimes you get the best stories from gossip that can translate to actual narratives that's and not writing. What I'm talking I know. About. I'm just saying, gossip can you are be talking good. About it in an intelligent way, not these people are like, oh my god, my friend Telly made out with my boyfriend yesterday, and I'm so fucking mad. No, I'm talking about that, not what your intelligent gossip. Not oh my but god. But I will listen I to you- that non-intelligent i listen to everybody i like i like people watching i like listening to people i'm just you understand the point i'm making yeah regardless um as to the things that people would have an issue with me having doing with bdsm as you asked i don't know i just like some some weird shit we talked about some of the pain stuff last podcast right i like Okay, I used to go to parties. I kind of want to start going them again because I've I've grown kind of bored. Um, I do think I may have a sex addiction, like to a certain extent. Like I've I've completely gotten it under control now, but it was not under control before. Before it was just absolutely out of control. Um, you know, I was sleeping people with people just to sleep with people because not even because I really want to get off because I'm a submissive. So my goal is not to get off. It's my goal is for you to get off, for you to get off, or whoever I'm with. Like, that's my goal. It's not my goal for me to get I don't give a fuck about that. I want the person I'm with to get off. So that's then isn't, my goal. In, in that goal, since you're achieving, you're submissive, but you're kind of dominating your own, you're, you're controlling their, that's your goal. Their experience? Well, yeah. yeah, that is part of being Okay, explain that. What do you mean? 
being submissive is a role that guides the other person's role. Yes, it is a yeah. natural thing like that. What am I doing? And, it, and in that way, I'm, I'm not arguing anything. I'm just no, saying. No, I know. I'm just in curious. A, I'm curious. In my opinion for that, if you're going at it, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I'm just going to get lost. No, it's okay. I want to. In this, but if your goal is to have your partner climax, th- then you are. See, I am actually losing the point because I'm having some control. You you are in control of their climax. Yeah, but yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. in BDSM, yeah. the submissive usually has more control in the situation. It's usually they get to make so the judgment call. They're submissively dominant. I don't. Not really. The dominant is usually physically dominant and physically dominant only. The submissive is mentally in control. If I go, stop, he'll stop. Do this, start again, we'll try over here. He'll do it. Yeah. it I mean, that's the idea of roleplay. It's kind of an act. Except for submissive. That's funny, because people will make fun of me, because they'll be like, because the thing is, the reason why I think I'm submissive is because I'm so dominant in my day-to-day life. Yeah, that's like a common I'm, feature, too, where people... Kind I'm of an extreme them. extrovert. I'm very dominant in my day-to-day life, and it just it, it gives me a release to be, you know, beaten and <laughs> I guess degraded. It just makes me feel better. I like being hurt. I like being punished for things I didn't do. I just, but if I'm not okay with it, you're done. Stop. It's, I'm essentially in charge, but I'm not at the same time. If that makes any sense. Like if I was to go stop. It's hurting too much. That's the end of it. So I, I have this. I have this reasonable, you know, word that we've created. Safe word, where if I say that, that's the end of it. So technically, I'm in charge overall. But I don't know if they're in charge too. Yeah. They're physically in charge. But if I say stop, that hurts. That's the end of it. So. Um. It is very hard. I, I can't get off from sex. I think I said that last time, but I can't. It's just not possible. And it's funny because you would be surprised how many people would challenge that. It's a fun challenge to take. I don't know why. Well, Someone who is dumb enough to say you have not had the right dick yet or well, you've not been fucked properly. I'll draw yet. the line of distinction. I've been with people that have, they're not very far into were they, exploring Were they themselves. escorts for seven years? No, no, no. This is a different situation. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about women that have not explored sexuality that much and maybe don't really know how to masturbate or haven't tried to do some of that. Oh, okay. And they that's say, different. okay, that's I've different. never gotten off and I've had sex with two that's or three different. guys. That's different. Yeah. It's like, okay, challenge accepted. Well, of course. And it like, feels good when you get them well of course if it listen if the woman has not had a proper orgasm or just doesn't know how to do these things of course that's completely different i'm talking about my situation people who think they know your sexuality better than your own yes and i will tell them listen you are not going to get me off from penetration it's not going to happen because i cannot now the weird thing is i can squirt from penetration but i can only squirt from penetration with one person as opposed to two people penetrating you at the same time. No, I'm talking about one specific. <laughs> okay. One specific person distinction. is the only person that has ever shut up, that has ever oh, been able to make me squirt. I now when I'm squirting, I'm not having an orgasm. It just it feels amazing, 
but I'm still not having an orgasm. Hmm. So I'm squirting everywhere. It's just when he's fingering me, he's extr- he's he's a guitar. He, well, he, actually, he's a drummer. He's Probably amazing. Good hands, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm just like he's doing it. I'm like, oh my god, it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous. And I squirt everywhere, but I'm not having an orgasm. It's, hmm. It just feels amazing, right? Some women I have been with, it's linked to dizzy orgasm at the same time. Some people do, yeah. But but a lot of times, if they do squirt, it's more squirting in between orgasms than right. orgasms. Like when I actually orgasm, it's only from clitoral stimulation. Like if someone's eating me out and they stick a finger in me, it's gone. Hmm. You can only do clitoral stimulation. You can't even rub my legs. I get because the thing is, it's so because I'm on because I'm the medication I'm on for my. DID, it's very hard for me to finish. So someone's like stroking my leg or something that completely distracts me and I can't finish. Like you literally have to sit there, like the same spot that you can't like, um, because I have the smallest clitoris in the world. Hmm. Probably not in the world, but I've had a million nurses tell me, wow, it's super small. So the person that's with me has to go right above it because you can't go right on it because it's way too sensitive. Oh, you need to use the hood. Yes, exactly. So you go above the hood, just right above, and they just you have to do the same thing all the time. You can't change it up because if you change it up, it's very hard for me to finish. So if you change it up, I lose my concentration. Now that I've heard from other women too, where if it is really yes, from huh. clitoral stuff specifically, it's like if you're gonna okay. do that, you kind of it's kind the of the same, same motion at the very right. Least. Yeah, yes, yeah, so they they have to do like the same thing, and then when I finish, like I finish a lot, but um. Yeah, with with the with the penetration, I've 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 never orgasmed from sex ever, and I've had lots of people be like, "Oh, I'll try it," oh, I bet you will. I'm like, "No, I won't," because I use toys on myself. It's just not possible with how I am. Yeah. And um, that definitely varies. But that doesn't mean that I don't like it. Like I've had so many men like that get offended or think I don't like it because I'm not finishing. Just because I'm not coming on your dick does not mean that I don't like how it feels. Penetration and clitoral stimulation are two totally different things. They're hurting my eyes. Get mad? Yeah. At what? She was. Well, she. She was a girl that relates to two things we were just talking mm-hmm. about. One, she was the one that said, well, "I've never had an orgasm uh, oh, okay. with with uh, with a, a guy uh, a little bit younger. She was twenty. Oh, she with a guy." I thought you said she said she never had an orgasm. Sorry. Um, and I don't know if that was a lie, or I don't know if her telling me that she did was a lie. Okay. But there was obviously. What do you mean she told you she did after she told you she didn't? I don't. I, anyways, it, okay. she was not a great person. <laughs> um, but she was. If she was performing oral in a manner that was well above average okay but the place was not appropriate what do you mean was in her living room oh okay with a bunch of children's toys around because she had children okay and it had been a while since i had been with a woman so i might have been a little bit more self-conscious right throw in the fact that there's kids toys and one of her children was up not too long ago okay i was like this just isn't going to work okay and she got mad i'm like it's not it's not you because you couldn't get it up or because you couldn't finish because i couldn't finish 
I wish you got up. I know. It's an accomplishment for me. <laughs> no, it's fine now, as I've said before. But yes. No, it, it was it was nothing really on her uh, side. Uh, like, what'd she do when she got upset? She was like, I've never had any guy not be able to finish. I'm like, well, first off, as I've said, I'm an odd guy, so... You can't smoke in here, right? In the apartment? Yes. They don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious, because it's going to open the door. I don't want to leave the podcast. <laughs> um, smoke. She's like, I've never had a guy not do it. I'm like, yeah, you, right. you know, because I do... Even if she hasn't, that doesn't matter. It's, you're different. She's younger, which I think is a problem. Okay. But I am very honest with women when I date them. I admit right. very early on that, hey, I had this back surgery. Sometimes right, right. My, yeah. my nervous system mm-hmm. doesn't work out the way yeah. I want it to. Um, and then on that note, there's also... You know the rest of the stuff, so she knew, but she's like, "I've never had a guy do that." I'm like, "I don't know what you want me to say." Even if you, she did, is why would she say that? I'm so confused. Like, she why was would she even an say angry anything? person. I'm surprised. Yeah, that's an interesting reaction. I don't. Think yeah, that's an awful reaction. From the vast interesting reaction, majority, reaction. the vast majority of women have Can never you keep been doing able. it from out there. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out how to have a cigarette. Yes. We take a break. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Any rapid fire questions? Okay. So the best we can come up with. Okay. And you have to ask us some too. Yes. We're, we're okay, rapid I have fire. To ask you questions, right? Okay. <laughs> and and the one that I'm gonna ask, just because I figured it has to have happened. How okay. annoying is it to get semen like your hair or your eyeballs? <laughs> That's just I don't know. Um. Does it come out easy? Like, what kind of soap do you use to get it out? Um, okay, well, come in the eyes just ruins everything. Yeah, it'd be a mood killer. Anything. Well, it depends. I don't really like people coming on my face. I'd rather it be in my mouth. Because, I'm again, I'm a submissive. Um, so, you know, if they prefer it on my face, that's fine. But always, if it ends up in my eye, you can get really bad pink. Like, not pink eye, I guess you wouldn't consider it because it's not fecal matter. But it's, you can get some kind of infection. Okay. Um, it's just, it's irritating, but you know, you can deal with it anymore. That's all you came up with? That was the one that I thought. That was the whole thing I did for years? Well, like we, we covered some of the, the more stereotypical questions last I, time. I have, That's true. okay, I have another one. Okay. Um, during the escort phase of your, I guess your career doing that, Existence. how often would people offer some kind of drug? Oh, all the time. Payment. What what kind of drugs were they usually offering? I had I had a guy show up and offer me methamphetamine. Yeah, okay. So there's um, some serious stuff. I had a guy. Okay, so here's the spa. It was a really shitty spa. It was Pink Pearl in St. Catharines. Yeah, you talked a lot about that. Really one. bad yes. spa. Yeah. And you walk in the door with ding dong as you open the door and you go right in, and then. Here's the area, and we all lined up, and someone picked us. That was really, it was a big stress on someone. Like, when I worked at um, Studio 7B, we'd come out one by one, say, hi, because my name was Vivian, right? So, hi, my name is Vivian. Hi, my name's Sarah. Hi, my name's whatever. And they'd pick. 
But at Pink Pearl, we'd all have to line up and just list off our names. You'd have to sit there and pick, and people felt bad and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was just this really hideous, it was just an awful spa. You know, so sorry, repeat the question so I know. <laughs> The exactly. drugs that people offer yes. you. Yeah. So you'd go right back into the rooms. And I've had guys that have come in. And I had this one guy um, who was like, okay, come into the bathroom with me. I'm like, okay. So I went in the bathroom. He's like, he's like, okay, if you just show me your tits and show me your ass, I need like two minutes. I'll give you like $100 worth of methamphetamine and I'll just jack off for two okay. minutes and I'll finish and I'll give this to you. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, thank you because I'll get fired because you can't do that. You have to go into the room. You have to have an agreement. You have to have an agreement for a certain amount of money, mm -hmm. right? Is adults. there a wiggle room or haggle room or anything like that? What do you mean? Well, okay. Uh, this is a joke that I don't like people making, but it did actually happen, so I will explain it. Uh, when we were shooting a wedding in Dominican, there was a Spanish hooker that was around the resort. And one night I got drunk and haggled with her. I didn't Shot. sleep with her. She was okay. And I got her down to like 15 Canadian dollars for a blowjob, which is a good price, I think. Oh, uh, yes, it is. But uh, I didn't go. But she started. Was it worth in there, though? Oh, to them, that's a lot of money. Probably. Okay. But she, that, see, that's not the point. She started at what I would consider to be a probably on par price. She, st I got her down. I'm like, I, I don't, like, she started, I think it was 250 to go to your room. And as I was starting, I was like, I don't want sex. I just want, and then she set a price and I went right. down and then I'm like, See you later, because, I mean, well, first off, I don't like doing that, and secondly, Tila right. and I were sharing a room, so that'd be kind of awkward. Yeah, that would be kind of So, there was that, but no, I, is there wiggle room in the pricing? Not that somebody would offer you $15, me, no. but no, in the, in the, in the spa price structure what if somebody, if, if something costs X, could you mm -hmm. take 10% off? Okay, let me explain Pink Pearl to you. Okay. <clears throat> Pink Pearl was the worst spa that I've ever been at in the face of, of the You've ever been at or ever worked at? Oh. Been at, worked at, whatever. Okay. I have one more question after yes. this, and then you, I want you to ask those questions. But... I don't know what I'm going to ask you guys, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, with Pink Pearl... They would do 120 for the half hour, 160 for the hour, and we'd only get half. So if you calculate half of 120, that's $60 for half an hour, and that's full service. I don't know if you know what full service means, but full service means blowjob, you know, any kind of oral, and sex. $60 fucking dollars for half an hour. At Studio 7B, I charged 160 for the half hour alone they that was after the charges that i gave to my bosses so i made 160 60 dollars for full service is fucking ridiculous now here's the the thing and i think we i tried to bring it up Sorry, last let me, let me time. Take it off for a sec yeah the richest guys are the cheapest guys 
Well, that's typically the way things. The guys go. have the most money. They come in there ten times a week instead of just saving up and you know seeing the best girl for this much money. They fucking the the richest guys are always the cheapest. Sorry, continue. Sex mm-hmm. or blow jobs and jobs is unfortunately one of those things where it could be compared to. I mean, since we know the industry, it could be compared to photography as a service. Right. It's hard to judge what a service is worth. Yes, yes. So on that note, how much, and I think I asked this exact question, mm-hmm. it's really hard mm-hmm. to judge. How much is sex? How much is a penis in a vagina worth? Okay. There's no let government me, spreadsheet me, for me, that. Let me, let me, let me explain to you. 99% of escorts do not charge by act. We charge by, by time. time. Which seems like a better way to do yeah. it. Yeah. So then how much is a a contractor's time worth? There's physical expenses when it comes to being an escort, right? And, I mean, makeup, stuff like that, actual sexual health products, toys, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But then the actual time... If you were to look at it from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. if, like, I, I guess it would come down to how much you want to make per year, because then that's the only <clears> way that you could calculate it hourly, and then assume that you're not working. Well, I never calculated by year. I just did 180 for the half hour and 240 for the hour. Okay. And if they wanted anything outside of just hand job, oral, or sex, it was extra. So anal... I don't do anal. Yeah, I don't talk, like it. Talked about that last time too. Yeah. The most I could ever do with anal is like deal with it and like, you know, be be okay with it, but I've I've never enjoyed anal. So if someone's gonna do anal, A, they have to be very small. And that's that's a that's a factual thing. I would never do anal with anybody that was like over like four inches, you had to be very small to be to be able to do anal with me, and then it's three hundred on top of the price. Because you know why? Because I don't want to do it. I guess that's fair. And people go, "Oh my god, it's crazy!" It's like, yeah, because I don't want to fucking do it. And when I did, and people did pay the three hundred, that's great. I made like four fifty. That's amazing. But anybody over four inches, I would. And if I if someone like eight inches wanted to do anal, it'd be eight hundred. Yes. Pay yep. I had someone pay eight hundred who was ten inches. So that isn't worth oh. it at that point. Uh, Not when I was doing it, but afterwards, yeah. Yeah, I just that's a lot of money all at once. You know what anal feels like? No. Not I, quite. I, no. Well, no. Let me explain. The, the best let thing me ex- let me let me explain. <laughs> it feels like the biggest, <laughs> widest, hardest sharpest shit you've ever taken and you shove it up there a thousand times ah, that's what anal feels like yeah no biggest that. widest hardest sharpest shit you've ever taken and you just shove it back up there I don't, that can't be everybody's opinion of it okay well first of all that's literally what it is it, it is kind of it's not okay. sharp but uh, if they're big enough, yeah. If they're big enough, I've never my had my penis is, described as if sharp. If you Maybe. like, if listen, if you like anal, it's not gonna be like that. But 
Take out the sharpest part. Okay, biggest, widest, longest shit you've ever taken. Just have to like that. Shove it up there. And I know women that fucking love it. No, okay. I wish I did. Honestly, I wish that I liked anal. I really do. No, you don't, because then you wouldn't be able to charge crazy prices for it. No, but I would, because people would still pay for it. I've had people, I had someone pay $800. Because they were 10 inches and they paid it, and I, I was kind of like... Charge them by the inch. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, I didn't think they were actually going to pay for it. And they did, and I was like, oh. Uh, he called your bluff. <laughs> uh, and that was my response. Um, and I did it anyways. I just sat there like, ow, I was bawling my eyes out. Bawling my eyes out. It was like 10 inches. I was crying and crying and I guess crying. this is a... This is a personal question but if you had, all of it's a personal have you question. had craps bigger than your penis if you're healthy you should maybe yeah yeah, if yeah you're healthy, you should. so then i would assume statistically that your description of anal being the biggest shit ever isn't biggest, quite is accurate because yes. most men probably have bigger shits than their penis size this is getting really dirty. It is, but okay. I'm just you saying. You are questioning my personal opinion no, of how it feels. not at all. Would I'm you just... like me to shove this up your ass? Ooh, man, like anal beads. No, not at all. Why not? It'd be great. Beads. It would probably fall off in there. They come apart. Horrible. Want to bend over right now? No. Why not? Because. <laughs> Tell me the reason. Because we'll definitely get pulled off. <laughs> Tell me the other reason. It's just not my thing. Well, I know that. I'm not. I'm not saying it can't be your thing. I'm saying the description. I'm telling you my personal. Of course. Last question. Description. And this one should be quick. Yes or no? Is the Max's massage that I pull up in front of a rubbing though? Yes. Yeah, okay. Of course. Good. I it's always figured it was. It's bright pink letters. With Max's yeah, massage. With a name like that in downtown. They're actually Maryland. one of the better rubbing tugs around for for how their building looks like inside. I don't know about the women. It looks like crap outside. I, yes, but I'm just saying. They're actually probably one of the nicer spas in Niagara. Not saying the women are, but okay, I don't know what to ask you guys. That's okay. okay. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Uh, 16. Okay, and who was it to? What happened? What do you mean, what happened? How was it? Not very amazing. Explain it. Uh, awkward. I thought that... At that point, the simple act of putting my penis in her yeah. vagina would make her come. Yeah, of I course. was wholly unprepared for it. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't explicitly remember it being particularly good for me, even right. at the end. And I know for a fact it wasn't good for you her finished? either. I believe so, but it's definitely not the the star. Uh, well, orgasm of my life. Orgasm of your life. She gave better hand and blow jobs than it felt having sex with her. Okay. But that was what my first you? time. I was 17 for like full intercourse and it wasn't remarkable in any way. There was alcohol involved. Okay. I so was was prob- it like limp dick kind of thing or no, were you, no. were you okay? I was just I was just drinking a lot so right. but I was fine. I could get it up. It was not memorable for the most part and I did not finish. I could not finish. You couldn't finish. Uh, it was the alcohol. It just wasn't, no, it just wasn't that good. Oh. Yeah. Explain the situation. Why was it not that good? <laughs> I don't know. It, it felt really good. 
Yeah. Here's the thing also to put into perspective, and this is getting pretty personal too, but whatever. Um, All of our questions Masturbating as like, when I was younger than that even, I would just take forever to finish. Some, I guess some kids right, can just do it right. in like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Are you I on would, any medication? Oh, no. But I would still take like over an hour every time. Oh, that sucks. So, I think I just didn't do it for long enough probably. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Everybody's different. <laughs> okay, another question. Your most memorable sexual encounter. Explain it. Most memorable? Either one I of you can answer first. No, you're most. I don't most know. memorable, most amazing. Most amazing. Most amazing, best sex you've ever had. I want to hear about it. And then I will explain mine afterwards. Okay, it's not a single instance of sex, but there was a okay. point in my life when I was with somebody and we had sex every single day for a month mm-hmm. and in, during that time period one of the only we, once a day well no not just once a day and also during that time we had sex i think at one point for about six hours straight yep mm-hmm. and it was just i don't even know how the hell we did it but it's we somehow possible, managed because i've do done it. it yeah that that is probably the most memorable like we fucked everywhere there was and what fuck. was the information behind it the information? I don't like, know. like, explain it more. We like, were all you of, said was you fucked for six hours. We were sort of just new to each other, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of experimentation and stuff going right, on. Some, right, Some BDSM stuff, some... What kind of BDSM? Hmm. Mm, choking. Listen, you asked me questions. Choking was kind questions. of new to me at that point in time, and I was with Were you choking or were you going to... Because the, the thing is, I can explain to you guys, a lot of guys do not understand this. The rush that we get is from lack of blood flow. Yeah. Not from lack of airflow. Yes. So if you want to choke someone out, yeah. you don't actually have to choke them. All you have to do is this. I did I did some research on that one before I did it. So Good. Good. Because before. the thing is, like, yes, a lot of women like being choked. But the reason why we like being choked is because if you cut off this blood flow right here, that's what gets us off. That's the high. That's the, you know, out of body shit. It's not the choking, the airflow you can go without for three minutes. It's nothing to do with that. But there's a lot of people that don't realize that. There's a lot of people that think that it's because they're choking someone, they're getting off. No, it's the blood flow. All and, you have to do. And I'm sure it's. All you have to do. The, it's not. You don't have to do this. All you have to do is that. Yes, and also, but it's also the act of dominating the person. The fact that you're doing well, of course, it more than of course, but you can do part. this and dominate someone. Oh yeah. You know. For sorry. Sure. Sorry. Continue. No. And, and, and yeah, just mostly the experimentation and being new with somebody, and it was it was a good good time. I'd say that stands out as the best point in my life for sex. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And yourself? I do want to preface this by saying that I am currently in the most healthy and rewarding. We know you're sexual. both in relationships. No. We know. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I have been in relationships in the past where I would say that the sexual side of the relationship was borderline mental abuse. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying right now that I've had more rewarding sexual experiences with this person. We know this. I know. Just just explain the most incredible one you're talking about. And you don't have to be obligated to talk about your girlfriend. No. Honestly, I can tell you now, if your girlfriend loves you, she would totally understand it. I understand. Oh, yeah. Everybody has different sexual experiences. If I was dating someone right now and I talked about a sexual experience I had that was way better, they would understand. But I'm not I'm not saying that because I'm afraid she won't I understand. Know, I know that. I'm saying that because in the grand scheme of sex, 
it's a very rewarding relationship. It's a very rewarding. I understand that. But as far I'm as asking like asking you about this question, okay, uh, in college, mm-hmm. as it typically tends to go, okay, uh, there was this woman who I was in my program, mm-hmm. and I thought she was unattainable. Mm-hmm. She was a very good-looking woman, right. and. Next thing I know, we're drunk, home from a party. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, I made sure she was safe, and she's like, "I'm going to get changed." I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "You can watch if you want." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> uh, and then the next thing you know, we're having sex, and it was mm-hmm. just this random kind of out of the blue moment yeah. where it's like, there, it was pure adrenaline. Adrenaline, which. Is nice, but pheromones. Yeah, and that was great. I hope she thought it was great too, but it was really great for me. (laughs) And I feel like she might have thought it was great because the sex in the shower the next day Mm. was nice too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess it's my turn. So, um. Pretty, I'd say vanilla in the scheme of things but it was honestly my best sex is also vanilla i'm huge into bdsm i love being tied up i love being whipped i love being choked i like being drowned while i'm being fucked i like electric shockers on my nipples you like know, I love all drowned that drowned or waterboarding type no like shove my head in a bucket while they're during fucking. sex this was a bdsm party i'm talking about but then a huge, a, a huge barrel, a huge barrel with water. My head forced underwater while I'm being fucked. You need a lot of trust to do that. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You but can't say die, your safe if, word underwater. Is, if okay. I die, I die. I'm, that's a factual statement, but at the same time, that's not. You the need best to realize that the thing is, at that point, if I die, I die. If I die, who's gonna know I'm gonna die? Other than the rest of my, my family and everybody else. Am I gonna know I died? No. Yeah, it doesn't affect me if I die in that situation. But yes, it does. Listen, listen. When I walked to that party, I had to sign a waiver. Okay, so they were pretty fucking safe. Okay, so we were good. All I had to do was tap him on the leg to let me up. I didn't need him to tap me. I didn't. He didn't need me to tap me. I was good. My best sex was not BDSM. It was someone who I was madly in love with, and I'm still in love with. He's not interested in me in that way. So, you know, I'm gonna continue to look for someone that that does feel that way about me, that I can feel that way about them. Maybe that person is watching this right now. Maybe. <laughs> That's true. I guess at a certain it point, could be possible. you, I mean, <laughs> if you date somebody, you're gonna be like, hey, because the last one had your name on it. So yes. if you get Googled, these show up. If I get Googled. <laughs> well, if I get Googled, I'm going to maybe, maybe start a podcast where I can ask questions. Answer questions. And maybe start a que- start a podcast where I can start asking sexual questions, like sex, you know, relationships, relationships, health care, like mental health care questions, addiction questions. So I may... Be starting that. 
And if you're interested, you can go, comment on my post. Yeah, go to Antea's page and, and she'll have something If you are interested, ask questions. Please ask questions so I can start this podcast because I think it would be really good for everybody. Do you have a fan page or do you just have your Facebook pages? You no, should probably I, I, make I have a about I have about three or four thousand followers. Not that's not like a, a big that, that's a lot. <laughs> okay. I, I don't I don't see it as a big thing. Regardless. There are companies that are sustainable business like as a business model that have less followers than that. Okay. Yes. Well, I have about 3,000, 4,000 followers, but regardless, the thing is, if you have questions about sexual, like sexual questions, if you have relationship questions, if you have mental health questions, because you know I'm, you know, I'm experienced, or if you have addiction questions, because I'm also, any kind of questions, if you have them, please post them to my Facebook page, Antea Fairless. It's the one with about... 4,000 friends, not the one that has 200 friends, because that's the one that I have as a backup. Because when I nude model, Facebook likes to block me. Yeah. Um, and then also Instagram, which is over the hedge training. So I'll, re- I'll repeat that. It's over the hedge training. You can follow my Instagram, and maybe we can make a podcast out of this. Links down below. All right. Links down below. <laughs> yeah. So go check those out. Yeah. Everybody should have a good night. And I think maybe gonna, week by week if, if you guys maybe. contribute enough we can do one week by week please contribute enough then we can do one week by week have please. a good night everybody waving goodbye bye <laughs>